Hello and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings and welcome to Lave Radio. Greetings, Commanders. Greetings, Commanders. A show that talks about the universe of Elite and the development of the computer game Elite 4, known as Elite Dangerous. And the fantastic community that surrounds it. Broadcast from the car and a place of nonsense and innuendo for forum dads. A self-contained podcast two hours long. Transmitting to every corner of the galaxy. It's even louder than me. The hottest show this side of Dizzo. The name of the place. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. Lave Radio. And welcome to episode 418 of Lave Radio, the show that likes to talk about the universe of Elite and the fantastic community that surrounds it. I'm your host, Commander Phoenix Defire, Chief Archivist of Lave Station, otherwise known as the late Ford Colin Ford. And joining me in the Orange Sidewinder Bar for this episode, we have our Head of Health and Safety, Ben Muswoodard, otherwise known as Commander Ed Levice. You're not late yet, Colin. You're still alive. You know, if you keep bleeding out like this, then we might be worried. But, you know, we've got you so far. Excellent. We have our uh, staff liaison officer, Commander Psychit. Need a medic! And we also have our SRV Banksy. In other words, Commander Alec Turner. Seconds. I can't believe it. Two damn seconds. Uh, and we'll move on from what his, his wife said to him last night. And if you wish, you can join, <laughs> if you wish, you can join us live. We're hanging out in game in open. Ben is in Thargoid land. Yeah, I, I'm in Thargoid land, about five light years away from where our lovely flowery ship will be passing. Well, we'll be coming in, sort of trying to say hello and you know, break out, breaking out the lights and things like that tomorrow. Apples of power are heading towards yeah. you. Yeah, we, 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 we have we have fruit baskets. That actually sounds a lot ruder than I actually meant it to be. But um, if you can't get to us in-game, you can join us in the Twitch chat channel, which you can access through liveradio.com slash live. Click on the live chat or go straight to twitch.tv slash radio. There's YouTube, there's Facebook, and there's Twitter for as long as it stays up. Let's have I'm a- sure Twitter will be fine. Yes. So let's have a quick... Go around the crew, see what they've been up to for the last week. Um, we'll start with uh, Commander Turner before he, before he gets angry with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been racing, obviously, um, most of the week up until Sunday. And despite my um, my bravado on Twitter claiming that, that this was going to be the ship that was win that would win, I didn't win. I was beaten by that cursed Osric by two damn seconds. <laughs> 
but it was a fantastic race. Um, I also had a really good, fun evening uh, on Saturday evening. I joined in with the Burr Pit crew for some nonsense with them, lots of people throwing themselves off a mountaintop in SRVs and then on foot. <laughs> it was an absolute carnage and very funny. Um, yeah. And oh, and I went to see, I went to see the, um, I decided to go again to take a look at the, um, the tiny 2D sprite of an orangey blue green spiral. Um, oh, that and, thing, yes. Yeah. And, and spent some time trying to get a, an angle where I could get a screenshot with two tiny 2D sprites of orangey blue green spirals in the sky and then decided that um, it was too difficult and I'd got rather bored of looking at tiny 2D sprites of orangey blue green spirals. So I've come back to the bubble for now. For as long as it's in existence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, um, Commander Psykit. Hello. Hello. So, I did some buckyball racing. Yes. I totally forgot to hand my time in. I have reasons. (laughs) It's fine. It is. It is what it is. It's fine. Um, I do have reasons for it. Um, I wasn't feeling very well on Thursday, as is the norm. We sent we sent Crispy off on Tuesday morning, and then we did Laven that day, and that was fine. Um, I wasn't feeling very well on Thursday, so I didn't stream. And I was sat on my computer, and I heard this bit of this bit of a thud, and I was like, "Oh, that's really ominous." I think like a a car a, a car has probably like gone off our curb or something like that, and it's a low rise car, and it's knocked itself or something like that um and i looked i looked out the window um that is right next to me and there was this van just sort of like reversing back up the road i thought no more of it and then um uh good old um hubby um went out for some reason and came back and he was like uh claire there's there's some something's hit our wall and the, our front, our front wall, out the front of our um our house, we've got a small wall. Something, this van that I saw has have reversed into the back of our wall and shunted it a good half of it six inches. Oh. Um. And then, as they were reversing away, knocked knocked over a tree, and then what drove, the and then legitimately, without leaving any details, drove the fuck away. So that was my Thursday. <laughs> Lovely. That was my Thursday. We're still working on, um, like, we're we're talking with a lot of different people and all of that kind of things about getting um, getting that that sorted out um, and our insurance. Does anyone have and... a hive? Um, oh, like one of those doorbells or something like that, where you can maybe get the yes. And we we have a photograph of a number plate, but we don't have the actual footage of it doing it. However. Our next door neighbour does have a, um, a CCTV pointing in that general direction, and it wasn't working. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one. T- I mean, it sounds the- creepy having CCTV pointed at your house. Well, it's not quite. It's not quite. Don't want it. The one time yeah. you wanted pointed at your eyes and it's not working. Yeah, um, so um he was a he was a little bit pissed off about that and that's fine. Um but we're we're still trying to work out and sort of um and sort of deal with that, um, which is just delightful. Um and especially like this close to Christmas, having like a huge amount of damage done to your wall. Luckily it is something that is covered within home insurance, but then you're having to pay the excess as well and it's close to Christmas and I'm annoyed about it. Um, so then I went and cheered myself up by, um, we went to see, um, a show at the Millennium Centre in Cardiff, um, 
uh, on Saturday night. We went to go and see um, My Fair Lady and it was wonderful, with the exception of halfway through the first act, the stage broke, um, which was quite fun. Um, it wasn't caused by a van reversing into it. It, it certainly wasn't. It's got it, it's this amazing, beautiful stage. It's like the whole house. Of, if you're familiar with the story of My Fair Lady, the, a lot of it takes place within Henry Higgins's house. And they'd made this house that rotated and the rotation just stopped working. And I was like, oh, God. OK. <laughs> so so it, it's the play with the go wrong show. It's the thing with the, day, the stage. just. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the play that goes wrong. I love the play that goes wrong. If you, ever, if you ever get the chance to go and see the play that goes wrong, go and see the play that goes wrong. It's absolutely phenomenal. But that, um, that broke as well. Um, but then, but then they just stopped the stage rotating and went and um, had a look at the the rest of the. Um, they they did the rest of the show without the stage rotating, and it was masterful and wonderful and expertly in the craft. Um, and then um, I got I got shouted at by um, random people on Twitter for putting my Christmas tree up because I needed some fucking joy <laughs> after my week. I put my Christmas tree up on Saturday and I put these little space cats on my Christmas tree and that was really fun. Um, Space cats from, where can I get them? Okay, I got them from um, Asta last year. So I'm really sorry, we've got them in the sales last year after Christmas. They're these three little astronaut cats and they're amazing, but I I wouldn't be able to tell you whether they have them now, but um, it it was great. What a great time. What a great week. Not at all stressful. I've been really chill all week. It's been great. Anyway, how are you guys? Okay, Ben, your turn. I've got nothing as even remotely as exciting as Size Week. Um, you know, I, I, I put some door handles on my daughter's wardrobe and they point up and down and my daughter's happy. So I guess you know, I'll call that a win. Um, um, apart from that, I think you know, I've been... Working and then last night, as we found out and annoyed Psychit, um, you and I, well, we 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 had mixed results, shall we say, against some robots in Overwatch, didn't we, Colin? Yeah, I thought we were doing extremely well in Overwatch until someone said, "Oh, we're playing against bots." <laughs> we're we're, we're thought, playing against oh. the basic level of the bots. Oh, bless you! <laughs> oh no, I thought hey, this isn't that isn't that bad. This, this isn't is that bad. I can, bad. Handle, I can, I can handle this. this. <laughs> yeah, we're getting quite good at this. And then, oh, you do realize we're up against bots? Oh, you. And I should have realized because the language in the in the comment chat was absolutely fine. Should have realized. Yeah, you've got all the bots like at the end of it going GG and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna hear that. Yeah, very, very polite bots. Yes. <laughs> so that that's my first introduction to Overwatch 2, which I actually really enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. And well, I suppose and let's see. Um I Managed to get my Explorer Commander halfway to Colonia and handed in all my exploration and Xeno data for a, for what only could be described as a buttload of credits. Um, that Commander will be, I think, Elite Exploration in the next, uh, by the time he gets to the next, uh, next place. Uh, and my <laughs> Power Play Commander went off to, to do a bit of engineering because he needed it. Uh, and of course, my main commander is now. Uh, we we're doing <laughs> doing a couple of uh, on foot missions, and I must admit, and this is on Twitch. So if anybody wants, I managed to screw up the easiest mission 
ever. It's just, it was just a simple drop off the drop off the the package mission, and for those of you who saw it, it's absolutely hilarious because I accidentally hit the G key, launched a grenade in a front oh. base, <laughs> and and basically ran to my ship. Took off on my ship, forgot about raising the landing gear. I was blown out the sky. <laughs> so I managed to fail the easiest mission there is in Odyssey. Is this why you like playing that uh, rat rat boy or whatever his name was in Overwatch? Because he throws grenades, doesn't he? Oh yeah, I do, I, I do like um, junk rat. Was, was rat the boy. Was the guy happy didn't with didn't know the... what the guy's name was either. <laughs> no, I kept on calling him Skip Rat. I kept calling is... him Skip Rat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if you know who the who Skip Rat is in the elite community, yeah, you'll have to forgive me. <laughs> uh, so was the yeah. guy happy with the grenade that you delivered to him? And uh, no, failed the mission. It's not what lost, he was lost my ship. Lost my ship. Got fined. Uh, then wasted about an hour trying to get rid of the fines, of course, but I'd already paid it off, so that meant I really should have um, switched instance because the, for some reason you're still wanted until... You, that That is one thing that I hope that they they will fix. Uh, so basically that's... I've, I've been very busy in Elite Dangerous this week, and then on top of that yesterday, on cycling home in the middle of the dark, down by the River Mersey, uh, the, my bike crashed. Or rather, I crashed, and I've done and done my leg in a bit, so much so that it's actually stopped bleeding now. But it has been put it this way: the the, the bandages have been, um, yes, a bit busy. <laughs> so if it hasn't stopped bleeding by uh, tomorrow, I'm going to the hospital. You know what? Listening to the crew's reports tonight, this, this sounds worse in real life than a, than the buckyball race. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, don't fly without your rebuy I think <laughs> I was in my house when it happened the better you know one thing Colin's not said yet is he is very grateful that he was also wearing his helmet uh, yes yes because I ended up sliding along the floor for about five meters and smashed yeah, into let, a let, rock let's have a yeah. public safety alert here for wear your, wear your bike helmets because you know headbutting a rock at 15 miles an hour it's not a good idea. It wouldn't be 15 miles an hour because I've been sliding for about two or three metres before I hit it, but still. Well, yeah, OK. <laughs> but still, yes, wear a, wear a bike helmet because you never know when you're going to need it. And if you were in Manchester yesterday, you knew it was absolutely throwing it down. So I was sort of lying in the muck for about five minutes going, ow, what happened while getting soaked? So that didn't really do me a great deal of good last night. Did anyone come and actually see to you and see if you're alive and things no because um this particular part of the the river um no one was out because basically it was it was absolutely tipping it down at pitch black Mm. so not even the dog walkers were out so you know um it took a little while to get myself together and then i still had to cycle two miles with a and i thought oh why why is why is my leg so wet and I looked down and realised not only did I uh, that had these nasty cuts on my leg, it also um, had completely ripped my uh, my waterproof leggings. So oh, basically, no. I was getting the vein in. And yeah. So yeah, um, it, it's been a lot of sterilisation over the last twenty four hours. Uh, yeah. So on that cheerful note, it only happens to you, doesn't it? 
<laughs> yes. So um, I think we'll move on to the development news. And and boy, we have quite a lot. Um, yes, uh, we had Freemshift Live 21 this week with uh, Arthur and Bruce uh, being their usual banterful self. And they managed to drop um, not a sh- not huge bombs, but medium-sized bombs during this. Um, we know that they're still going to release uh, update 14, only they gave us a proper date, which is a week today. So that means this time next week, you get to look at us installing the game. Yay, watching a blue bar go across the screen. Wonderful. <laughs> Uh, yes, so that'll be that'll be fun. Don't take Tuesday off. Always take Wednesday off. Yeah, yeah uh, because <laughs> otherwise you just they're going F five is it out yet? F five is it out yet? No. And um, we have a couple of details about it. We know that there's a new type of Thargoid interceptor. They're not telling us its name. It is not his a normal. Derek. His name's Derek. <laughs> it's Bob. They did say there was there was they, they almost slipped, didn't they? There was something about the name that they said it would give it away if they if they said the name. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, give it give it away for it does. Steve, that's what it's called. It's called Steve. <laughs> what what gets me is that you know girls that suffer from Crohn's disease and they have to have a colostomy bag. Every single one of them calls them Steve or Gary because they've got to take the shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, moving on from there. Uh, <laughs> uh, this not interceptor will be up to mysterious stuff, uh, and t- on top of that, it doesn't like to be disturbed and will call for help. Uh, Bruce says it. It Bruce says that it doesn't like. So I'm assuming that obviously shooting at it won't like it. Oh yeah, I mean this, this is something I thought was yeah. We get that it's going to request backup, but. And I, this is reading tea leaves, obviously, but it's like, you know, he's sort of like, it'll request backup if you do stuff to it that it doesn't like, which implies that maybe if you leave it alone or do stuff that it does like, it won't request backup. Maybe. Probably. Uh, but what happens if it's doing something that you don't like it doing? And well, you then, then it's probably going to end up requesting backup, Colin, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If name equals psychic, request backup. Hey, 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 hey! I kill people. <laughs> I didn't think you were that discriminating. I mean, no, not really. But I have more. I have more of the technology to kill people. <laughs> so yes, they, they didn't exactly went into details, but we do know we're getting a new Thargoid interceptor. Um, I did notice the chat were trying to to get a little bit more details out of them. They didn't uh, say if it was the that type of interceptor that was around uh, Palin's base. Um, I can't this, I can't remember the exact name of it. The Authorist was what it was Authorist. called, yeah. yeah I, 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 did you ever call it that, or was that just the community calling it that? No, how did they know? Like, how, how did, what was the... Where did the name there must have been there must have been something from logs or something like mm. that. I imagine oh, it's, it's such girl. a left of centre weird yeah. name for it to be. Th- like, let's face it, we call Stargoys Joe, so le- <laughs> it's unlikely that we'd be calling it something fan- oh, something yeah. multisyllabled or something. Maybe maybe that is its name, and that's why Arthur didn't want to say the name because it's just confirmed nah. that, that thing that they don't want to confirm yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will find out next week. 
Um, so they've also said that they are, and I'm kicking myself now because uh, they're tweaking biologicals. Um, they're upping the rewards, and this is coming some at some point this week, uh, where you will get a lot more rewards in your back pocket for scanning plants. And considering how much I just scanned <laughs> and handed in, maybe I should have waited a week. But never mind. Uh, so yeah, that's coming. Um, after fourteen, now this is this is one interesting thing they said. We won't be getting this exactly with update fourteen, but after. Uh, update 14, they'll be doing something about AX weapons. So there'll be some new AX weapons turning up. They won't be as good as the Guardian variants, but they will be better than the current missiles and uh, AX turrets. More pew-pew, I guess. I guess so. Um, I, think, uh, I think that's probably fairly fairly reasonable, I suspect, actually, because the, the there is a wee bit of a grind, shall we say, to get the Guardian stuff done. Yeah, the Guardian stuff um, is a, oh, it's a massive grind. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of fun, but it's 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 a wee bit of work. Um, whereas obviously you could just go and buy the current the AX stuff, but the Guardian stuff is well worth the grind. So mm. yeah, you do you dodge your time, don't you? Yeah, but um, the thing is, I think the Guardian grind, I I don't see it as a grind when you enjoy it. True. True. Yeah. But doing the same thing for hour after hour after hour, you you might enjoy it the first five times. Do you enjoy it the next ten? Yeah. Yeah. Funnily enough, I don't feel like I've ever had to grind the Guardian sites. And I've got, I suppose I haven't got all the AX stuff, but, you know, I've got some fighters and some AX weapons and the frame shift booster thing. And I don't think I ever really had to grind it. It's a data that is the bottleneck for me on that one. Whenever you need, um, what is it, Epsilon data, yeah. Then you're like, oh, yeah. God, man, there's the grind right there. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's like trying to find opinion polls. <laughs> mm. Oh, boy, that's that's where I'm beginning to to, to gnash my teeth over. Um, right. Well, also, the, they mentioned the Elite Partner Programme, of which uh, we're part of, um, Psychic, you're part of, uh, and Arthur... The Garnet News is part of. Oh yeah, Garnet News is, which Commander Wotherspoon with a uh, with a skateboard. I'm the waiting for the, the footage of Commander Wotherspoon um, doing a kickflip. That's what. Yes. That's what I'm waiting for. I think we're all waiting for that. Frankly, we'll pay money to see Wotherspoon yeah. on a skateboard. Kind of <laughs> Half pike was seven twenty by the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only skateboarding terms I know. Oh, dear. Um, so yes, I've mentioned the uh, content creators, and um, while content creators will get a lot of Twitch skins, all streamers who stream Elite Dangerous will soon have access to at least one skin slash drop. So yay! <laughs> if you stream Elite Dangerous, they'll let you let you give away some skins. That sounds good. Given that there's four hosts here on Live Radio. Mm-hmm. Do yes. we get four skins? But um, oh sorry. my god! Sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> so sorry. Carry on. Oh, I don't think even Ben would have touched that one. Um. Yeah. I'm just no. I'm <laughs> not, wait no. a second. Is Ben? Is Ben? Or is Ben not touching Alex's four? Alex's four <laughs> let's, skin. Can we just clarify that for a moment? Yeah, I've got no okay. desires to touch anybody's. Okay. Let's move on. Fantastic. What a show. 
Oh, Lord. This is what you need to do to get into that part of the programme, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> breaking, breaking, breaking from that part of the programme. Yeah, breaking news. Leave radio has been dropped from the part of the programme. Oh, dear. Um, right, moving on to other news. Um, well, one of the things that uh, a lot of us use for uh, compiling news for this week um, is the community.elitedangerous.com website. Now, apparently, that is going to be retired. Uh, and, yeah, they are going to be replacing it with, well, there's already an existing Galnet section to the Elite Dangerous website. And uh, Bruce said that they're looking at ways that that can be enhanced uh, to make it more usable. I mean, personally, I think all it really needs is, is basically the the calendar or or one search one one search text box. But uh, that's that's just me. Um, yeah, I can I can understand why they're doing it. It's just a shame that we're kind of losing the 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 resource. But as long as you know the new resource can basically has got similar functionality, I think I'll be fine with it. The new, the new one looks a lot shinier. Oh yeah. It's just yeah, I know myself and I think a lot of other people kept using the other one because it was more functionality. Yeah. Is anyone seeing a parallel between the the, the website and the in game user interface here? The well, new one's very pretty. The old one. But there's a lot of functionality in the old one. I mean there's a lot of functionality in the new one. Now I'm exclusively on Odyssey and I haven't gone back to Horizons. I don't think I'd be able to do Horizons anymore. I know that's a complete tangent, but um I I I don't I don't think I don't think that I could go back now. Yeah, um, I, know, I know we're talking keeping on tangent. I know I've got no desires really to boot into Horizons even though I can. Yeah, you mean 3.8. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. whatever you want to call Horizons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I must admit, I I popped back into three point eight, um, not so long back actually, uh, mostly to do with stuff with the power play commander, and I hate to say this, apart from the fact that the galaxy map is when you actually it, it remembers what your route is, I can't use it. I much prefer the new the, the much prefer the new UI. So uh, yeah, that was. And honest, uh, we're not shilling here. Yeah, well, this is it, an honest opinion. In my opinion, it, it there is pain when you first move from three point oh, eight to four point zero, uh, but once you've got past that pain and you've got used to the new interface, it's absolutely fine. Apart from two things, uh, one, when the map is loading, sometimes you, you can't select things that you need to select, and two, in the galaxy map, it doesn't remember your blooming route. Those two things, yes. So that's three things that I'm hoping 14's got some fixes for already. <laughs> so anyway, um, yes, so that's being retired. Uh, now, update 14, in case you missed it, they Sally put out a, uh, a further missive about the release date and more. So basically, Samra- uh, Sally has just summarized what we've just summarized, but we just mentioned it because Sally is awesome. Uh, and of course, yes, Discovery Scanner went through and went through some in-game events and stellar screenshots and so on. So, um, yeah, the development news. Uh, certainly building up, which is is always a good thing. Um, <laughs> I'm just, so, I'm just, I'm just um, thinking about titles, Colin. Just keep talking. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, not distracting me in any way whatsoever. <laughs> 
Now, uh, let's move on to the in-game events. Well, despite all the uh, massive amount of uh, development news, there's, on, there's not been much in the way of Galnet news. Um, on Thursday, uh, the, the 17th of November, um, it was announced about the, the Kingfisher Xeno piece of mission. Um, unidentified signal source 1, or you... Um, sorry, unidentified interstellar anomaly one has been renamed Tarnar Tarnarsis? Otherwise Tyrannis. the Tyrannis. Right. Tyrannis. It was a Celtic storm god symbolized by the sacred wheel. Wielding a thunderbolt, he was feared for the command of foul weather and regarded as a protector and leader of the Celtic pantheon. It, which... it sounds a bit like the Celtic version of Thor, basically. Yeah, basically. Apart from the fact that Oh no! I, I should be up in my Celtic lore, but um, I'm not. <laughs> oh, I had to, I had to Google this too, Colin. Don't worry. Yeah. So um, okay, on Monday there was the the coming of the Tarnus. Still can't say it. And you just said it right. The in front coming of, of the Tyrannus. Tyrannus. Yeah. Think Tyrannosaurus Rex minus no, the think, Taurus. Think Darth Tyrannus. Yeah, Darth Tyrannus. That works too. Yeah, idiot, Darth Tyrannus. Anyway, the coming of Tyrannus, um, the, rig, the rogue signal sources draw closer to human-occupied space and work is well underway to initiate a peaceful interspecies negotiation slash slaughter. <laughs> uh, though, must admit, reading through uh, what Dr. Elias Pope um, from the Orion University is saying about the mission is... You don't get the impression that he's heading out there with all um, basically flowers and rainbows. Uh, he's heading out there and effectively, he knows he knows he's risking his life. He, he oh, so does Dalton Chase. Mm. Well, well, doesn't Dalton Chase? Dalton Chase has got a very urgent <laughs> meeting in Explorers Anchorage with the "I made my bed, but I don't want to lie in it" brigade. Yeah. Uh, for I think for anyone, any of us who have watched Babylon Five, I think Dalton Chase has got a bit of a head cold. Mm, yeah, it's funny you should mention that. Yes, because um, today it was announced the Kingfisher Mega Ship is making its final preparations. Um, the Thargoid Ag Advocacy Project reported that the shipments of semiconductors and uh, muon images images uh, will contribute to the communications array on the Mega Ship, uh, as well as plenty of fruit and vegetables to keep everybody healthy. <laughs> um, but yes, they have decided that they will make the journey to Andavandol uh, to the per from the from Andavandol to the permit lock system of Hades Sector YO-Q B5-1, uh, where they expect to be able to intercept uh, the Tyrannus uh, within the next forty-eight hours. So sometime by Thursday, we'll know. Yep. Um, Psychic. Yeah, I, it was, um, it caught a lot of people out, myself included, talking about um, reading comprehension last week was that um, it was, um, it caught me out that it was a four day CG. I think it caught out a few people. I know um, there were a few people in my chat going, oh, oh, I thought I had a bit more time to do some stuff. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. I do want to do a little tiny bit of a shout out to Holy Drac, though, who was um, in like chatting to me yesterday and saying, oh, I've got to do a lot. I've got to do a lot to get to number one again. And he kept seeing his um, 
he was like a 50 million ahead and then he was 100 million behind and just 15 minutes before the CG finished he managed to get 7 million ahead and I think that's really awesome and I just wanted to give him a shout out for he got to number one in the CG and I thought that was really cool and I wanted to just like highlight that because it's wicked excellent congratulations yeah I was just gonna say one thing that I've noticed you know as I said earlier I'm I'm hanging around the Thargoid place and get an interesting message when you try jumping to the uh, I want to call it Hyades sector YOQ B5-1 and it says no access during the alpha which is I I, I get that it's permit locked Mm -hmm. why the hell it doesn't just say can't jump here it's permit locked I have no idea because it's, probably it's, that's left over from the alpha that we all played. No, because this system ago. didn't used to be permit-locked. People have been to this system and explored it. Um, so, yeah, it's... it's. Yeah, that's an odd message, isn't it? Yeah, very odd. I'm, I'm displaying this for anyone who's watching the stream as I repeatedly tried jumping to it. I feel yeah. like... I feel like I saw on the original permit-locks it, it said something weird, like locked for locked for alpha testing, mm. something oh. like that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, in the chat room, Commander Tekarov saying confirmation: Odyssey is still in alpha. <laughs> 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 yeah, it it was a four day CG, and uh, yeah, it, it took a lot of people by surprise. And uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> it was interesting. Incidentally, uh, according to Mr. Witherspoon, LCU, no like one, uh, pointed out that Tyrannus is the god and the wicked man. So you get burnt alone, uh, alive for him, slash her, slash it. So, the god, you know. I think these things are fluid. <laughs> Not as fluid as you were when at the end of it. Not as fluid out. as your leggers. <laughs> oh. No, no, it seems to be holding up. <laughs> I'll check the bandage in a minute. <laughs> um, right, anyway, the uh, we'd also like to give a shout-out to Canon because although the, the Stargoid map is uh, actually a good... Uh, it's a good resource, it's a good visual rep- representation, um, if you want to know exactly where the, the Stargoids are going to be, um, Canon have the UIA Vector Survey which we'll we've got a uh, we'll have a link to in the show notes, uh, and that gives a lot more um, detailed information of where they think the star the star coins are going to hit. And uh, yes, uh, I'm not I, I, sure I, if it's run by Canon or not. No, I, I was just trying to check um, it on that. No, I don't think it is. I, I it's a, it's a guy on the forum. There's a, the the. The, so the mods have kept the forum down to one thread called something like red dot approaching. Blood oh, yeah, blood. yeah. Yeah, so it's a guy in there called Lilac something who's been maintaining this spreadsheet. And um, Oh, right. The Canon site's really funky, and I really like it, but if you actually want to try and know exactly which system each hmm. um, UIA is about to jump to and has just jumped out of, then it's quite hard to use that map to <laughs> zoom in on the right dot. Um, but this spreadsheet just tells you, so it's really handy. Yeah, Canon have published the raw data for that as well. They, they do have their own versions of this. Uh, vector survey, but I think this vector survey is a, a little easier to follow. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Sorry about that. 
Anyway, um, I said I've just clicked on it and it does say Canon Research UAI survey. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he is Canon. Anyway, well, it's very good. <laughs> Whichever it is, it's good. It's a useful resource. Thank you very much for your time. <laughs> so with that, I think we will call out for that time of the week again. Score alert! Here's something I forgot to mention. Um, you might know the beginning of that jingle. That is uh, our old uh, Commander Souverine. Um, I caught up with him the other day. He was actually playing Elite Dangerous for the first time in about a year. And uh, for those of you who wish to know, he's he's now working out in Cambodia as an English teacher and a remote worker. And he's not he working is... as, a re- as a waitress in a... In a... No? <laughs> no. no. No, English teacher. And uh, he is basically living his best life. Seriously, I, it's like he's he's rediscovered himself out there. It's unbelievable. And he's he's playing the game as well. So, um, yeah. If, if you ever wanted to know what happened to Commander Souverine, we did as well. Well, now we know. So, uh, if you're listening in, Commander Souverine, hope, you, I, hope to hear from you again soon. Um, but back on the store... Um, yes, they had the Imperial Clipper Expressway paint jobs. Now, have they done these in the cutter before? And I'm just getting confused because they do look familiar to me, but uh, I'm not sure whether they've been on the Clipper or on another Imperial ship. They do look familiar, but apparently they're new. So I think you're right. What, two rights in one in one sentence. This is <laughs> this, this is this is not going well. Um, yeah. So there's the voyage, there's the journey, there's the passage, and there's the wave there. All of which are, um, you know, they're, they're nice skins. I think if there was one I was going to go for, it would be the journey because how I how many do... skins are the colon? There are more than three <laughs> and less than five. Mm. Worth a try. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm moving on from that one. And yes, so those are in the store now. Now, according to um, to Twitter, we have also got the Black Friday event in the store coming up very soon, where everything will be available till the fifth of January, December. Oh, it December? Yeah, Black Friday sale. Um, up to 40% Ooh. off until December the 5th. I think from, from the quick look that I've seen, I think the only things that it doesn't include at the moment are the um, the seasonal skins that are out. Um, but from what I've seen, everything else has got at least some bit of a discount. There's also quite a substantial discount on the hazard kits, which didn't have the discount on the last sale that they did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're wanting to pick those up, that is um, as good a time as any to pick up one. Yep. 
Yeah, as of today, we've got forty percent off ship kits and thirty percent off paint jobs. Um, then this Friday, November the twenty fifth, you'll see the return of the midnight black paint jobs, which mm. are absolutely fantastic. If you, um, I would thoroughly recommend that you get those for an eel and then go scaring big anacondas in a group because no one can see you. Uh, and then my favourite. Um, the Stygian paint jobs, they come on Cyber Monday, that's November the 28th, uh, one day before Update 14. Uh, and yes, they those, I think, are absolutely pretty as... Well, it depends on the ones that you have, because I used to, I got this sort of scorch one, and it doesn't look as good anymore, but the, the purple ones really still do. So, um, yeah. So that will be heading our way soon enough i mean will anybody else be interested in uh any of the stuff or have you all got them already i think i've got all the black ones that i want i might have a look at some of the stygian stuff as well um can i just make a psa though about the anaconda prestige stuff and various other skins because um, if you look at the frontiers website it looks like it's uh, you're paying 1,274 arcs as an increase from 1,020 arcs. However, the actual price for them is 1,820 arcs, and it has been reduced back down to 1,274. It just looks very unfortunate with the fonts. The strike through on um, Rift isn't doing it any favours, is it's it? It's really not. Oh my gosh, I just, just noticed yeah. that. Oof. Yeah, I, w- I, I was looking at that, and then I had to highlight things and check what they actually meant is like ah oh, yeah that's unfortunate isn't it so i figured i figure a psa is is there before people get their pitchforks out <laughs> yeah that, that would be handy psychic yeah i think excuse me i think i'd buy i'd very much like to see um some paint jobs and maybe internal paint jobs for um for fleet carriers please 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 like i'd, I'd take stygy and purple on a fleet carrier even if it's only a little tiny bit or even midnight black all good thanks frontier <laughs> very much so <laughs> yeah because there, there hasn't been much in the way of interiors in the fleet carrier for quite a while hasn't there well we got when we got the interiors we got three and then we haven't had another one and i would like another one because <laughs> not one of them are quite pink or purple enough you know yes i know what you mean <laughs> yes I, I mean i'm sure sally's pushing for a pink interior which oh, you know that, it. yeah you know you know that it'll be that shocking pink that basically is just says pink i i could guess a midnight black interior float for your fleet carrier if you were going for the empire vibe or or, you know you're just an emo commander well i did you know back back when i was a teenager i did try to get my bedroom painted black and got firmly denied sadly uh the closest i was allowed was a light gray um gray like red dwarf <laughs> oh, lovely! Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> moving on from there, um, I think what we'll do is we'll take some we'll take some adverts and then come back with some some speculation about next week. There's bargains, bargains, bargains at Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium haven't just been slicing carcasses. 
but also slicing their prices. All unspecified meat sausages, now two for the price of one. A pack of assorted meat steaks, now with 50% more meat at half the price. How about chops? Our surprising meat chops, now also 50% off. And introducing our massive meat hamper, it's a family of four. No, 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 that should say feeds a family of four, right? Stick to the script, Claire. It says it's a family of four. Okay, I'll stick to the script. Yeah, you do that. It's a family of four. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. Find us in the Lave Business Directory or visit us next to the station mortuary. Etienne Dawn's Unspecified Meat Emporium. You'll wonder how our prices are so low. Dreams. Humanity's dreams. The hope to live among the stars. From early times, we've gazed up to the heavens and wondered if one day we could travel there. Maybe even live there. The Brewer Corporation has made this dream a reality. Constructing intricate cathedrals of metal, circling numerous planets across thousands of systems in our human bubble. Why stay rooted in a gravity well when you can be free in orbit, free to dream, free to live, and one day to become a commander and be free to blaze your own trail? Brewer Corporation, the first step into the unknown. Come join us. Be free. Listen here, ladies. While your man is out and about bringing home the bacon, you need to make sure you look your best, which is why we present to you our Lady Shave. It's small enough to fit into your dainty lady hands and releases a perfumed scent as you cut away that ghastly body hair. Listen here, ladies. Say no to substandard shaving. At Saracen, we believe a woman deserves a shave as good as a man's. Introducing the Pamper Clipper for women. Gone are the days of your unruly body hair making you look like a bedraggled alpaca. The Pamper Clipper is the biggest, baddest shaver credits can buy. And now, it's available in pink. A shade so smooth you'll need a tighter Dominator suit. The new Pamper Clipper Lady Shave from Saracen. It's exactly what you've been asking for. In pink. pink. Protecting settlements from villainous scum, it's Settlement Patrol Man. The action figure every child wants. Wearing the all-new Manticore Dominator suit with light-up jump assist thrusters. Press his backpack to hear Settlement Patrol Man speak. Not seen you around here before, Commander. Is that a Karma P-15 in your pocket, or are you just pleased to see me? Hey, don't point that at me. When the arm sound settlement patrolman rides into action in his surface reconnaissance vehicle with pop-up turret and glow-in-the-dark wheel trims. Settlement Patrolman. Surface reconnaissance vehicle and action figure sold separately. Available from branches of Lave Toy Depot and other retailers. Microelectrode, ion battery, and circuit switch not included. <laughs> 
Well, um, <laughs> we didn't know those adverts were coming either. Well done, you lot. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes me and Chris Mockford just like DM each other ideas for adverts. <laughs> Bravo, that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we going to use a different animal apart from our packets or is that just going to be it? Just from now just on? for just for Saracen. Um we we've done we've done the Panther Clipper and the Panther Clipper Lady Shave. I think we're okay now. Chris needs to get his money's worth though from his from his alpaca set. <laughs> Yeah, it cost him a lot to record that alpaca. He's suffering from baits ever since. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Anyway, um, yes, let's let's move on from that <laughs> and talk about our main discussion. Well, obviously, update fourteen is coming next week, so we all suspect it's going to be a bit of a <clears throat> thargoid heavy. Well, let's let's be honest. People have been wanting the Thargoids to burn the bu- bubble for about four years now. It looks like they're going to get partly some of that wish. So, um, we've got eight Thargoids incoming. I'd like to know, what do you think that they're going to do when they get here? And we'll start off with anybody who's willing to, to stick their head above the parapet. I think they're going to start off with a strongly worded leafleting campaign. <laughs> yes. Well, they sort of you know, leaflet it all and say, listen, we didn't like what you did in um, in 22460. Uh, this, this is our strong re- letter, strongly worded letter of complaint. It seems perfectly reasonable to me, yes. Okay. Uh, I I don't think they are now going to burn the bubble after after Arthur's thing about this new interceptor or mule. It, it, it all sounded very low key, didn't you think? It's not like when you log in after you've installed Update fourteen, you're going to find the bubble on fire. What it was was <laughs> if you look carefully, you'll see a fifth type of interceptor behaving slightly strangely. Don't interrupt it. Just watch it and see what it does, and see if you can guess. It's like okay, so so we're not we're, we're not not quite Armageddon yet. We're um... Bob Ross. Do you know what it is yet? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what kind of death is coming towards you? It's a happy little Thargoid. <laughs> yeah, dear. So, um, well, obviously, do you think we're going to be fighting them? Uh, I think that might be a given. Well, uh, I mean, I know we've said it before. But when the only when the only tool you have is a hammer, kind of looks like a nail, doesn't it? <laughs> it does a bit. Well, it all depends if this if this peace initiative actually bears some fruit. Yeah, I, mean, well, I guess we'll find out about this this week. But I think that this welcome wagon is going to go awfully similar to the, that one that was in Independence Day. Personally, yeah, yeah. You sort of you go up there with the lights and try and make yeah. establish contact. Meanwhile, we've got Jeff Goldblum going, "No, get them out of there." <laughs> yeah, it, and there's nothing good's going to come of this. Although, yeah. given that absolutely everybody thinks that, if mm-hmm. I was Frontier, I'd, I'd be tempted to try you and do a 180. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the system's permit locked, so whatever's going to go down, we we kind of don't get to see immediately. So I don't know. I, mm. I'd quite like to. I, I wonder if it won't be destroyed because that's <laughs> just because that's what absolutely everyone thinks is going to happen. It'd be quite fun if it wasn't. You know what I would like actually to happen? I'd love it if you know, they come in and they're doing a, the welcome wagon thing. Then 
the Thargoids open up with like the the swarm, and they start going off, and you know, bang, 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 and then more Thargoids come in on our side, Ooh. which would take us into the whole, you know, give us multiple waves of Thargoids, so we still get your AX combat, but there is some form of hope with Thargoids moving forward as well, maybe? Mm, yes. So, so you know, one another hive, or whatever the hell you want to call them, faction of Thargoids comes in on our defence. Sorry, I, I also freely admit I am fully expecting us, and I know Frontier just spoiled us with this, but yeah, I'm fully expecting another in-game video thing, a bit like what we had with la- the last update. Well, the technology is there, so you can only... They, they have the technology, yeah. I, I can only imagine that that's what they're, what they're leaning, leaning towards, and they have the control of at least at the moment, it being in a permit-locked system. The yeah. fact, though, that it's happening, like, tomorrow, and we've got a week of waiting to see what happens, I yeah. wonder if they're going to go... If the Kingfisher's going to go off on its merry way and then it's just going to go dark, and for some reason we're not going to be able to access that system at all. Mm-hmm. Or and the then curtain we- gets... Yeah, sorry. And then we've got like a um, another four day CG or even a three day one that finishes on the Monday where we're gathering the materials and the supplies to be able to get back into that for the for the permit um, lock to be unlocked so we can go and recon or something well, like that. Well, that done the federation, the pilots federation just need to say you're unlocking in our systems. Or we're protecting it right now. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're like we let us gather some stuff together. Everyone get ready and then we'll um, unlock it so you can go and see i don't yeah. know but i, 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 don't I, know. I think that's i feel like that might be might be an interesting turn of events we can't rescue anything from a burning megaship now can we we, we can rescue things from stations but we can't yeah. rescue them from right okay you so see, i i wonder I don't, I don't know how the permit's going to get lifted but i wonder if the permit will get lifted after the event and we can go in and there'll be a megaship there maybe destroyed maybe just strangely derelict and then it'll have the usual probably voice acted logs i'm gonna say that will just set things in motion for what the update's going to do i quite like the idea that there's no sign of the stargoid um that it's been and gone something's happened to the mega ship and there's voice logs to tell us what what happened and then on top of that it's got the same effect as as uh hip 22460 in it in that system maybe yeah. i mean only only if there's a ground base with a um, with a Thargoid structure on it, don't you think? Or do you think they can? May well, mm, interesting. Maybe. Well, or maybe. Oh, sorry, yeah. go. Go on. No, I, you I, go on. I feel like we might have been on the same track. What about the Stargoid makes a ground base like that, and then we get the correlation that okay, the Stargoids are. We we can kind of start to like draw lines and go. Okay, maybe the Stargoids are ground bases that are. Um, that establishing are themselves. establishing themselves and then and then all of a sudden everything else starts coming out and then there's more massive megaships um thargoid megaships that we have to fight that would be cool what oh oh now that's that's just fired an idea off of my head how about that this new thargoid vessel is is basically building the base and it needs to be defended and when it's when when we go in and try and stop it building a base, then effectively 
uh, that's when it calls for help. Are we discussing the unusual activity? I have two theories. The un, the un, uh, yes, the unusual activity. Mm. That's just popped in my head. Mm. I've not, not thought about it in great deal, but yeah, what happens if this... Well, it's very close to... I mean, oh. so I had two thoughts as to... Because what is, you know, we see an interceptor, it can move around, it can shoot stuff. So so what would be unusual? And the Frontier's sort of saying the main objective is to not disturb it, just observe it. So what would be interesting? We, we've seen them visiting... Um, uh, barnacles and scooping yeah. from those, so that wouldn't be unusual. We've seen them sucking up life pods around derelicts, so that kind of thing isn't unusual. I had two thoughts that would be very unusual. One is to see one land. Ooh. Imagine seeing one actually land and maybe deploying some kind of drill or, you know, I don't know, mining rig or something. And the other thought I had was imagine if you saw a Thargoid ship in supercruise and could follow it. And and maybe Ooh. when they and maybe when they say they don't want us to interrupt it, maybe they mean they don't want us to hyper, um, interdict it. So actually, seeing a Thargoid going somewhere, I don't know where. I'm trying to. Th- I was trying to think of things that would be really odd that yeah. we could just sit back and follow it and see what it does, rather than engaging with it immediately. And those are the two thoughts that came to mind: landing and super cruising. Oh, interest, interesting. Um, Psychic. I'm going to ask: Have you got many thoughts on that? You've probably got more thoughts coming out your head than anything else. Yeah, um, I we we talked about it loads today as well. I feel like we've. Um, I would love for for it to be something ground based. I'd I'd love to say everyone everyone has access to horizons now, so it makes sense to me at least for there to be some kind of ground based or some SRV based things. If that if that means um new new more um more activity at ground at ground sites, we're expecting to see more Thargoids and maybe this other new variant is maybe like a um a bit like a reconnaissance, like an SLV, something like that, um, that you would have to fight in an SLV as well. That is like top tier, exactly what I would want. Um, as far as far as what the Stargoids are, I think um, I've, I've I've had loads of different like ongoing thoughts about this. One of the ones which I thought was really cool that um, that Crispy mentioned when we were when we were all talking about it the other week was. Um, if there's eight of them, do they all join together to form like a mega Uber Thargoid? Oh no, it's Voltron all over again. Yeah, yeah, Voltron, Voltron Thargoid, or um, yeah, Battle of the I, Planets Thargoid. Wonderful. Yeah, I thought I thought that might be quite funny, but um, they're already they're already giving the impression that they're pretty substantially big, so maybe it's not that. <laughs> because yeah. putting all of them together might be a bit tricky. Yeah, because I, I mean, I popped out to actually look at um, a Stargoid One uh, as it as it approached, and uh, according to Canon, it was halfway between the system I was in and the previous system, and it looked massive <laughs> from where it was. Um, I mean, I don't know how obviously how much of, I mean, it might be like Vija in in the original Star Trek, which was this this core, but it had this massive effect all around it, which made it look, obviously, a lot bigger than it actually was. But, um, yeah, I mean, do you think we're going to have a repeat of 22460? Yes, yes, I think that's going to play out. You, re- you reckon so? I think that's kind of going to become one of the 
new Thargoid metas, the idea that there are systems where our Guardian stuff is useless. And yeah. And, and the idea of that maybe spreading and, and, and there's a fight to stop it spreading, that seems quite compelling. Yeah, it, it does seem quite a... Yeah, it does seem quite a, a an interesting one. I mean, uh, Ben, is there anything specific you're hoping for? Not really. I mean, I think you guys have covered the things that I was thinking about. You know, like, I like size idea of it of like like some kind of thargoid skimmer mm. that we have to fight on foot or in SRVs. But I like the idea of uh a something larger than a skimmer but smaller than a cyclops say building a base. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that there's something quite compelling about that. Um, um and I will, I, I will freely admit I also like Stephen Usher's idea of a Thargoid ship tap dancing on a nice planet. Okay, that's one for the High Week town, mate. Let's see <laughs> yes. that, Mr. High Week. Go on. Uh, yep, we're getting some suggestions up here in a, in the chat. Uh, Tweak74 has said that the uh, this really has to result in bugs on foot uh, or it will be deemed a failure. I'm not quite sure whether I completely agree with that. Although it would be nice if the if we had to if this ended up with a whole sphere of combat being involved, where you had something on foot, something for the SRV, and something for the ships. But um, one thing that we didn't mention, though, they said that this is the biggest update to Elite since um, Odyssey itself was released. Oh, go on, Ben. You've got a lot to say. Just thinking, you know, you know what you said about treat was if it's not on foot. We have to remember what they said last week, that update 14 is going to be phased. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure, we might... Uh, yep. You've got to... Don't be disappointed if by this time next week you're not fighting Thargoids on foot. Yeah, here, here. Um, it could still be in update 14. It's just further down the line, maybe. Sounds like it. On that as well, you've got to remember, like, as much as I'd love that to be the case, because I genuinely feel like we have to um, press forward with, um, I'd love to see them pressing forward with a lot more, like, on Foot Odyssey content, because I really enjoy that content. But every single CG until Odyssey became, I think even after Odyssey became part of um uh sorry the 4.0 engine appeared kind of thing Mm. um and um horizons beyond was taken into horizons still barely any cgs even touch ground stuff yes do you know what i mean so i i would find it i would find it very very funny if frontier go oh actually we're going to exclude the players who haven't decided haven't wanted to buy odyssey yet i like i would find that incredibly incredibly strange right now i would say probably like if we're looking like maybe six months um down the line maybe that might be something that they um they look at then um but while we still have players that are on just still exclusively on console i can't see them excluding them from from cgs yes absolutely stuff happening in 4.0 now and not and not in 3.8 but i can't see like big game events being totally excluded from the players who are on console does that make sense do you see what i'm saying yeah, there? yeah, but, yeah but what i think console players aren't getting this major update yeah no, no but they'll but still have access to cgs and stuff okay so I mean, you can still have a space CG that's that will be involved with the plot, uh, 
but it would be nice to have CGs which would involve on foot or um, SRV combat, for instance, because we we have we've never had those. We've never had anything mm-hmm. uh, with Horizons based CGs at all, which would have been nice. But um, yeah, that, that's something that I've always wanted. Uh, go on, Ben. Whilst I feel very much for the Horizons players and especially the console commanders. I honestly think it's going to be a mistake for Frontier to hold themselves back and limit their content to Horizons players. 100% um, agree, absolutely. You know, yes, okay, fine, you can do a CG, but this doesn't mean to say you can't have um, Frontline Solutions go and kill the bugs in a few months' time as part of 3.14. Well, as part of Update 14, sorry. Yeah, I mean, like like, like I said, I mean, Odyssey, it, 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 I think it still needs a little bit of uh, promotion. Um, it's obviously in a lot better place than it, than it, it was. Um, I mean, when you have Souverine, who was, who was so anti it, to begin with, has come back and, and basically said, I'm really enjoying this. I didn't expect to. Um, that is a good sign. Uh, but I think Odyssey still has um, this poor reputation that well, I know by my playing it, it doesn't deserve that poor reputation anymore, but it needs something to entice people to try it and then people to realise, yeah, they've gone and fixed it. Um Epi Fimus has said it could be something on the ground uh, from one of the live streams. Uh, I think Tom mentioned it. Said something along the lines that if you're going to get blown up by a guide in an SRV, it may as well be the Scorpion. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it could easily have been a slip of the tongue, or not a slip of the tongue, but just just a sort of funny line. But yeah, the more I think on that, that was interesting when he was talking about the Scorpion and. Yeah, you can't change the weapons on the scorpion. I suppose you could end up with a scope and an, you want an, to. A, an AX scorpion. So, so the guns would work against whatever the Thargoids are doing, and whatever the maybe work against the against the the ships in yeah, some way. That'd be good. That'd be nice. I mean, like I said, I do. I would like something that involves all the what's it the the sphere of combat. Wasn't that what they referred to it? Yeah, yeah. sphere of combat. Yeah, so so basically, uh, us against the Thargoids using everything from ground troops up up to ships. So, yeah. Um, can I before you move on, Colin? Can I just mm-hmm. raise? You know, how you were saying it would be a good idea for us to show people stuff and then give them a reason to come in. Yeah, and buy into Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like it is on Black Friday, and it's not like Frontier couldn't reduce. Odyssey put it onto the sale price for for you know for Black Friday, for example. Yeah, but they haven't. I know they haven't, but it's not like they couldn't. They've, they've reduced sure. every other thing, but not from t- not Odyssey or Elite mm. in the strangest kind of events. Not even reduced Elite. A- elite all... or Elite or Odyssey isn't reduced in their wow. in their autumn sale because they're always reducing Elite. Yeah. That's down at a fiver. Yeah, it's um, everything like pretty much everything else. I think there's one Foundry game that isn't, but I think that's not. Um, mm-hmm. Well, um, Stranded. Uh, yeah, I think Stranded is. I think there's okay. another one that isn't. Ah, I could have got that picked out cheap. Oh well. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, I think I'm. I'm sure there are a bunch of commanders 
are waiting for Odyssey to go on sale, and then they'll pick it up. And it it seems like it would be quite sensible to me to, you know, tie that sale into an exciting story event and a sale. It just seems like a perfect combination to me. But you know, what do I know? I'm well, not. Apparently, it is. Apparently, it is. It wasn't for me earlier when I went to check because I was like, "Oh, let's see how much, how cheap it is." But apparently, oh. it is now. Fifty uh, percent off Odyssey. Huzzah! Excellent. Yeah, I looked earlier as well, Psychic, and I didn't see it going on sale. So <laughs> maybe, maybe they did it as an afterthought. <laughs> just, just maybe maybe Sally's <laughs> listening to the show just now and like, "Oh shit, better update the scene prices." <laughs> and a bit yeah, of I mean... price on the Frontier website. So what is it, sixteen fifty or something like that at the moment? Then I'm not on Steam at the moment. I'm uh, having a look now. Okay, and I'm, I'm actually so was I, but it does seem that Steam's taken a while for me to load on mine because there's a sale and they're all excited about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, Elite Dangerous is at, uh, at four pound ninety nine, and um, Odyssey is uh, fourteen ninety nine. Wow! Okay. So twenty quid will get you the full whack. Okay. From from start to finish, that is actually good value. That's not bad at all, is it? No, uh, I, w- I, w- I would start recommending people at the moment for if you've got if you, if you haven't got Odyssey yet, it's only fifteen quid. That is three lattes at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> three lattes. Wow. Or you can put your heating on for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just put on a jumper and buy Odyssey, right? <laughs> Oh, but apparently it's, that. that's only on Steam, not on anywhere else. Yeah, I saw it on was, um, yeah. where did I see it? Humble Bundle or something. I just I just found it on, and it was the same price as there. Mm. I bet you it's going to be everywhere yeah, apart from the Frontier code, Store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. everywhere except the Frontier Store. Yeah, mm. I think that says it quite quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, where do you think? I mean, the whole Stargoid thing. I guess we're going to try and guess where the plot's going to go from there. I reckon we're going to end up with eight... This this is my personal opinion. I think we're going to start off with eight sisters being hit hard with this new content. And I think what's going to happen is it's going to start spreading out from those eight systems. And what we're going to have to do is work out a way how to stop it and turn it back. And that is what's going to take quite a long time to work out. Uh, so but what happens if we don't stop it? Here we go. <laughs> what ha- what happens if you know what? We've had a good run. Do <laughs> <laughs> so you really see the anti Zeno initiative just rolling over and saying, "Nah, we've had a good run"? Maybe, maybe. I I, I think. Hang on, I saw it in the Operation Witch on Discord, and I love it. So I'm going to find it and actually quote it mm-hmm. um, today. Um, um, Commander Ort said in the Witcher Discord, well, it's an e- XCOM-esque trap. You fight with aliens as hard as you can. You almost win the war and then realise that aliens weren't actually at war with you. Now they are. You're screwed. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I feel like that is um, that sort of epitomises what we've been dealing with with the Thargoids at the moment. We'd, we've just been a pest. And now they're like, yeah, we need to actually get rid of you. And... I I I'm feeling pretty bleak for humanity at the moment. <laughs> oh dear, Alec, what what are you thinking? Yeah, your um, what if we don't stop them? Comment just reminded me of something I wanted to bring up. So 
this new interceptor and the comment about if we disturb them, they'll mm. call for help. I, <laughs> what it made me think was there is going to be a, a reasonable portion of the community who, you know, people love their AXI combat. And I constantly hear that people can't get enough combat, like they can't spawn enough interceptors into the instance to give them a real challenge. So there's going to be quite a lot of people, the very first thing they do when they see this Thargoid behaving unusually is deliberately intercept it because they want it to call for help, because they want the uber bad combat scenario that it's going to spawn. And I'm really intrigued about, you know, when Frontier introduced the, um, what's the emergency response force that turns up when you've been extremely naughty? Oh, right. The, the, oh, so the ATC or something like that. Yeah. Do people, yeah. do people deliberately trigger that because it gives them a good combat scenario that they can really, you know, that they find really challenging? Do people deliberately do that? I'm just Sorry, thinking. ATR, people, rather. Right. Um, I'm just thinking people, I, I can imagine a lot of people deliberately triggering this because what they're interested in is not where the story goes, but in the awesome combat scenario that, that ensues. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not quite so sure about that because um, if, when I remember when Broadcast Cobra were, were uh, obviously broadcasting, mm-hmm. they were quite, you know, they, they were, that was the Gankers podcast, if, if people wanted to know. They You can still sound, find them on all on SoundCloud. But um, they were, they didn't seem to enjoy the ATR turning up at all. Okay. They, they did, they weren't, they weren't out to provoke the ATR. They were just out to basically uh, smash as many noobs as they possibly could. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I don't, don't you think, though, some people are just going gonna... oh, to... I definitely know the, the anti Xeno initiative will be there going right. We want to take we, we want to see what uh, the Thargoids what help will be coming. So let's, Sorry, I, I am fascinated to know how bad how you know how serious that response is gonna be. Are you just gonna get absolutely massacred within the first minute or, or yeah. Intriguing. Yeah, well I mean that's that's I know that's exactly what the anti Xeno initiative will want to do. And knowing loose screws, they'll probably want to do that as well. <laughs> yeah, they, they they will certainly go for it. Um, I mean, uh, let's see. Obviously, they've said that this is going to be the biggest update since Odyssey uh, was initially launched. Now we've had some pretty big updates since, so this one's is going to be a, must be absolutely massive. Um, are there any outstanding non AXI? changes or bugs that you'd like to or you hope that is going to be included in this one we'll start with alec yeah i really i really hope it isn't totally like with blinkers on focused on axi because there is a sizable portion of the community for whom really doesn't hold much interest um i'd almost put myself in that corner you know i'm curious and i'll watch videos of it but if it's if it's Thargoid combat, I'm I'm not going to get much out of this update. So which I'm half expecting. Um, so yeah. So so what would I like to see? Um, we're not going to get a major fix. To, you know, that's the January thing, isn't it? A major. Yeah, that's that's a rewrite of one major function. I'd like to see some bugs fixed. I guess that would keep that would keep me happy. You know, things like you've mentioned about the galaxy map filters not retaining their stuff and. I can't remember them, you know, but there's 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 a whole host of bugs in the sort of top twenty on the issue list that would be great to see fixed. 
Yeah. Um, so some bug fixes would be good. Um, Feature-wise, I'll come back to this. I think it's probably too big to be a side feature to the main, whatever the main thing is of update 14. But I would love to see boarding derelicts. And I keep thinking back to this, you know, this mega ship that's in this permit lock system and how cool it would be if if we had the ability to board derelicts. But that's probably too much of a too much of yeah, an Yeah, I mean that, that that would be nice if we could board a, a, a derelict um, fleet carrier or derelict mega ship. I suppose it requires EVA, doesn't it? And that's a big ask. We're not going to well, get that, are we? No, because you could still dock with it. You could, the landing pads could still be working. Oh, I see. And then you can still walk around what looks like a wrecked ship. I mean, I would love to see some kind of uh, CG or combat in that wrecked ship, but I, I don't know how much yeah. work yeah, that, that would, would be do. Cool. Because at the moment, you're completely unarmed when you walk around those, those things. You can't even jump. So... Yeah, that that would be quite nice. Um, Commander Tekarov's got it uh, dead on, really, because there's there's a whole lot of little things that have been winding people up for ages. You know, the galaxy map, as we said before, navlock failures, the thrusters rotational correction bug, which is still um, frustrating a lot of people with the uh, uh, the docking computer, yep. especially on the really big ships. I mean, I do know there's there's still an issue with um, deep core mining and scanning asteroids. And yeah, isn't like, there a problem with the with the pulse wave not really highlighting the right rocks anymore? Or, or it, 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 it it's hard to tell which are the the really good rocks and which mm. ones are the are the mediocre rocks. They, they it was always tricky, but I confess it. I haven't been mining for a while. It was always tricky, but but it, reading forums and stuff, it sounded like there was actually a bug now which meant it really wasn't yeah i think people would what they were doing was that the more experienced commanders would would scan go up to instead of starting to mine straight away they would actually um reconnoiter the rock and look for certain features in the rock and at that point they could recognize whether or not that rock was going to be more than just a um just laser mining you could actually deep core it um, but yeah, it's um, it is a it is a little bit of a uh, a barrier at the moment with the uh, the deep core mining, which I th- I think needs to be really looked at. Um, and yeah, I mean, so is there anything on the list, Psychic, that you really just are hoping for a fix on? Yes, well, not really fix. Hmm. Um. I yeah hello I would like to see colorblind mode I will continue to say this or different types of colorblind filters or an option to change um I would like to see the flashing shadows and bits where there are flashy lights just fixed thank mm. you but an option to um filter out some of the um the massive flashing um bits that come from um neutron stars um, all of those, all of those bits for photosensitive people or colorblind people. More accessibility options. Um, we are in 2022. At the end of, we're nearly at 2023. Can we have these, please? I will die on this hill. Yeah, I mean it's quite understandable because um, I know that uh, a couple of people don't like using the old FSS scanner because of the way that the the, the thing pulses. Uh, I mean, I can I can understand that, but uh, yeah. Uh, ben, is there is there anything that's still getting you a go that there's, there's, you hope there's a fix in? 
I mean, the only bug that I encounter on a regular basis is the autopilot thing. Mm. But that's because you are flying the the clipper, isn't it? A lot. It's when I, when I yeah when I fly the cutter, it just goes off and keeps booping the door. Mm. Um, that's the only thing that I really regularly encounter. Oh, somebody's shooting me. Oh, um, I know. How 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 rude. How rude. Um, sorry, that's just getting distracting now. Um. Other things I would like. I mean, I'm with Psychit. Let's 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 get these sort of accessibility things in there. That would be great. Give me comets. You know, I'd love comets in the game. Finally, yeah. Um, you, technically, they know where they are. Yeah, they've mapped them in the in the Stellar Forge. They just haven't put anything in there um, for um, to represent them in the game. Yeah. Another thing that I would probably be very tempted to get if we could. Would be, <laughs> well, yeah, that that would be nice as well. No, no I, was actually, I was going to say actually a graphical update for um, black holes. Oh, yes, and thinking, yeah. have them match closer to what we now know that they probably, maybe, kind of, sort of might look like. I'd like to see black holes dangerous as well. I mean, oh, I've I've always wanted. Black do you know holes what? Do you know what? Get rid of the damn exclusion zone. Seriously, yeah. I mean, people sort of frontier sort of keep putting these safety barriers in the game to make sure we can't hurt ourselves. Screw no, no. that. Take off the take off the baby carrier. Yeah. Make it make it behave like the back end of the um uh the, what's the, ship? the dredger the, the dredger yeah make mm-hmm. it behave like the back end of the dredger, dredger that when you start to get close especially if you turn flight assist off yeah um, you, you start to get sucked in <laughs> and yeah. you need to do something about it quick and if you don't do about it quickly enough then that is the rest of your game forever and ever and ever and ever <laughs> just slowly getting sucked into the the black holes of end horizon and you cannot escape are we are we doing a Farscape reference? I need to be sure that we're doing the Farscape reference before right. I comment. I wanted to be the I one you log in. I, I'm up for it. I, <laughs> I, I, I want to be um, interstellar. So when you log in, you're trapped behind a bookcase and you've got to figure out how to communicate with your daughter from 20 years ago and tell her to reboot the game. Yeah, well, I'm, um, Colin, I love you. Can I play the game now, please? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Okay, okay. play the game. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, the Interstellar reference, of course. Duh. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is actually one film yes. I've got to sit down and watch. Same. I haven't seen it yeah, yet. Have you never seen Interstellar? Or... Never seen Interstellar <laughs> because um, I, uh, I, it, it's the thought of the re, uh, of them representing relativity properly, and the fact that as soon as you have launched, the fact that. Your loved ones back home have have um, basically grown old and died, and it's only been about ten minutes for you. That that I find so heartbreaking. I can't bring myself to watch it. Yeah, that scene um, in the film will definitely get you. We fi- uh, we freeze your love, Colin. <laughs> yeah, because there's a book that I read when I was a teenager called The Forever War, mm. and it, and I think the Ballad of Halo Jones was based on that. And to say the truth, it, that is pretty heartbreaking as well because it do, it deals with a lot of this time dilation effect and the fact that when you come home after you've been at war for so long, um, basically the planet that you remember has has basically changed, so it's dead to you. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, if I can get past that, 
and then I'll, I'll watch it. But the very fact I knew it was going to be about that just broke my heart before I even watched it. If that sounds weird. No, I can, the music's I can amazing. It is. I've, yeah, the whole, the it music is. is fantastic and it evokes those feelings as well. Um, every, every time I use like a little bit of the soundtrack on a video, it just elevates the video to yeah. a whole new level. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, so is there anything else that anybody would like to just quickly um, touch on about Update 14? I would I mean, like to. I would like to. Just just that um, I hope that this new, this new things, like rather than just this um, as of yet unnamed interceptor, I hope there's other, there's other cool things to look at. I hope, I kind of hope that... Um, that we we haven't touched on where do we think that that where do we think the stargoids are actually going to end up as well we like i i whether i whether they're all going to end up together in um hip 22460 or whether they're going to go elsewhere and it's for me at least it feels like they're indicating that they're going to go in other ways because some of them have passed um yeah. hip 22460 already but it's um i i want some cool things to look at and take pictures of and be able to experience, um, which is kind of why I'm why I've been sort of like focusing on making this, um, making a really cold running ship that hopefully the Thargoids won't see me, so I can actually just go and take a look at the stuff that's going on rather than um, anything else. But I, I've I've realised like over the last couple of days that I've made a big mistake with that, and it I need more um, space in it, so I think I might actually move to a dolphin. Wow! All right, <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like I feel like I just want some really nice stuff to take a look at and um, take pictures of, and all of that cool stuff. Um, I don't want it to sort of just like they still look the way that they look now because that's very much like a static image, and I want them to be. I want. I want fancy things and stuff to explore and stuff to discover i don't as as um i've said before i just really don't want it to be just like one and done and resolved over the course of a week i want this to be something that goes on for goes on for a really long time i think i just think it's fascinating yeah i'm hoping that it will be like the um uh, remember when the the zargoids were uh, basically attacking last time and Basically, you had to work out which systems they were attacking by using the Eagle Eye network, and oh yeah, and basically that kind of Thargoids interactivity went on for about almost two years. Uh, yeah, I'd like that ramped up. I'd like that ramped up to eleven, please. <laughs> yeah, that that's that is what I am hoping for. Uh, I'm hoping that we will get ongoing reusable content that we can that. That fits with the fits with the game world. Uh, it doesn't feel too gamey, but you know it it it's integrated in. And also, I'd like to see Azimuth Biotech. Absolutely, if if this is like <laughs> the worst, and there is, and this is the bubble burn. If this is this, I want Azimuth Biotech to be the first ones against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> first one against the wall when the, the when the revolution comes. Absolutely, right. yeah. Um, Alec. Yeah, I was just um, in terms of like Frontier trying to put a, a mystery that it takes a long time for us to <laughs> to solve. I was just wondering what the uh, we've all heard of the TTP. I wonder what the TTC is. The Time Till Community figures it out. 
<laughs> to, you know, we're supposed to investigate this new interceptor and work out what it's doing. I, I pretty much guarantee there'll be a forum post telling you exactly what it's doing by the end of the first week. Probably. But I guess. What do the Grelics have to do with everything? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, indeed. They're definitely in there, aren't they? You'll have to, you'll have to wait I... from day 15 for that. I'm just curious because we sort of skipped a question right at the beginning, but was, I, I thought it was an interesting one. Is is when when update fourteen is we've downloaded it and we log into the game, and where are people going to go to try and look for this new interceptor? Um, well, as everyone, the Snargoids have ended up, I think. You think? Okay, interesting. Yeah. I've got a few on my list. I, I, I definitely, I probably definitely pay a visit to Palin's old base just because that's where the author was first turned up. Although I don't. I don't know about that. I'll definitely pay a visit to um, 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 the yeah, the Barnacles, and I guess a Thargoid base. But yeah, I guess, I guess wherever signposted by the Stargoids. But um, I wondered if anyone else had anything that, like on their to-do list for day one. No, but for day one for me is basically find where uh, the nearest where the, st- the nearest Stargoid has made landfall because I'm thinking that they're going to have made landfall mm-hmm. and investigate it with a very very cold ship, which <laughs> like Psychic, I have been changing my Asp Explorer to run as cold as it possibly can. Because what if what if one of the Stargoids ends up in Lave? It's funny that <sighs> that'll be freaking awesome. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, although I do suspect it might need an atmospheric world that we could land on. Have we not got one? We have not got one. We haven't got one. We've got we've we've got a world with the permits permit locked. Uh, so I don't think it's not atmospheric, is it? But no, no. Unless no. they're going to leave itself. <laughs> well, can later. you can you land on um, atmospheric planets in four point No. Oh. Uh... I don't know because none of us have got four point. Well, I don't know. No, 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 no. But isn't isn't? I'm I'm just thinking like based on what we've been discussing. Um, yeah. Is it is it going? Is, is that part of it that's that's going to be locked out from non Odyssey having people? I don't think this is. I don't think that's the best idea. But um, I I feel like anything that happens, especially for the now, is still going to be available to people who don't have Odyssey. But using four point the four point oh engine, yeah, um, it could be because oh, according to Commander Tikarov, uh, four point zero horizons, you are just limited to the horizons planets. You don't have access to the Odyssey planets. I haven't got that. We don't. We're going on what Commander Tikarov uh, there says. Um, if anybody knows different, let us know. But we'll, we'll just assume that for the moment. So obviously not then. Which means it could land on any planet. I mean, hit twenty-two four sixty. That was a standard non-atmospheric planet, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of them. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? So, I mean, these barnacle sites. Yeah. I think. I, you know, I keep coming back to the idea that we're going to see this new Thargoid land and plant a new barnacle site in some way. Oh, that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be really interesting. Or, or suppose. Suppose the Thargoid ground sites we see currently are basically old, decayed, dead versions of something much more lively, and what we're going to see is a thing that's going to plant the seed for a new one that will grow. Yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah, it's funny, that because when you go to the Thargoid bases, you have the Thargoid base thing in the centre, 
which does look like a crashed mothership, if you ask me. But when you actually go around the side, there's normally bits which look like... You've got the vending skeletal. machines. No, they look skeletal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, well, they, they, far, they, are, Thargoid mech is biological intent. In- yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is that there, there, there are parts around that that Thargoid base which does look like a rot. Something has died around there, and it just makes you think that what could that thing that died have been? Is there some kind of uh, I don't know repair station that got affected by the mycoid virus? Is it is it is it actually part of the the megaship itself? Uh, it's just Wonderful to think of. Um, ben? You know what I'd actually really love an answer to? Mm-hmm. What are the sca- uh, the scavengers and what are they meant to be doing? I was going to ask that, yeah. The scavengers, yeah. they're scavenging. Yeah. yeah but, you know, what are they actually are they, doing? Are they... Because it, it looks like they're sort of... As you say, the sca- they're called scavengers. But are they really eating the Thargoid... Mothership thing, whatever it is, base. And if anything, they seem to dribble stuff onto the ground. Yeah, so. I mean, they, they, yeah, they, they dribble. It looks corrosive. I always kind of felt that maybe they're meant to be trying to repair them, but yeah, I'd love, I'd love an answer towards that. Yeah, it's a good point. We don't know, do we? I don't think anyone. I don't think I've ever yeah. seen a definitive statement on what what, what those actually strongly do. believe they're actually doing. They're they're either recycling a crowd, the the Thargoid base, or they're trying to repair the the Thargoid base. All that I know is that basically they turn hostile when you try and uh, <laughs> you try and create a Grelic. <laughs> they are quite nice to look at, and yeah, you start shooting them, they turn hostile. Uh, but I can't remember what happens when they blow up. Is there anything there that you can use? You do get materials from them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a new form of bio waste that we, <laughs> we haven't thought of before. If the new interceptor was started planting seeds, this is just based off a comment from Nopolos in chat. But if the new interceptor started planting seeds, it would kind of tie in with using the plant scanner that we're getting. That we're encouraged to revisit with the higher rewards. To go and you know we so 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 the first thing we see is this interceptor behaving weirdly. We go back to the same location some time later, and there's plants. We scan the plants. We hand those in, and that kicks off a sort of you know palin research thing that comes up with I don't know. It's intriguing, isn't it? <laughs> We've had a suggestion from the Chris Mark Four. He's thinking that the Stargoid approaches leave station. The lights flicker, the comms array crackles as static, and suddenly a message in garbled English appears. Remember, this Thargoid is the top 10% of Thargoid cruise liners. It scans the tourist beacon and sods off. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that would, that would be a... <laughs> that would be an about face, wouldn't it? Although I don't think we're going to get that. So, um, yeah... So I guess all these questions, or some of these questions, will be answered next week. The last thing is, is are you are you hyped about fourteen? Because I know that hype is building for me. What, what about you, Alec? Are you are you feeling the hype? Yes, something's going to happen, and it's going to be very interesting to watch. I am um, keeping my hype in check. Mm. 
I think yes. I'm definitely I'm definitely not overly hyped, but I'm 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 moderately hyped. Yes. Okay, we've got a moderate hype. What about you, Ben? Are you better than a moderate, or you're just a? I'm looking forward to seeing what we're going to get. Right. I I'll be interested to see how much of it I'll play. Um, I am looking forward to seeing where the storyline's going to go, though. So yeah, I, but I'm more about the the get. Let's get the storyline going and see what what happens. Right. And I, you know, like Alec was saying, I'm more into. I want to see what other bugs are going to be fixed. Um, yes. And lots of things along those lines. Basically, like with everything in every game, mm. I'll evaluate it based on what I like, what we get when it comes. Okay. Um, so, so basically, um, you're not letting rampant, um, rampant's uh, hope get in your way. Or whatever, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think I think we've all been a, a bit burnt with that. Um psychic? No, nah, you know, I'm not that bothered at all. Not that bothered at all. Yeah. No. I am so excited. <laughs> I don't I, knew it. I don't know how I'm gonna get through. I'm gonna get through the week. Um I hope that they don't delay it for any reason it comes out on Wednesday. Um I am I'm so excited. I cannot wait to find out what's been what they've got um they've got cooking for this largest update um it's going to be i think i think it's going to be wild um but you know expectations slightly tempered i know what i'd love i know what i'm expecting so we'll see what we'll see what happens um just cannot wait uh, yeah i i like i said the hype is building for me um but like ben i'm there they're thinking okay um i'm looking forward to it I want to get involved. I just there's that little thing in the back of my mind going, "Oh, I hope they don't screw it up. I hope it. I hope it goes smoothly and everybody gets that that thrill that of when the Thargoids first turned up." Because, um, yeah, that's the build up and the uh, the reveal of the Thargoids in that case and what happened afterwards was pinnacle elite for me at the time. And I'm hoping that they're able to repeat the uh, repeat the experience, not in the same way, but you know, up to that same level. Um, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Slam Dunk has said, "I just want a stable release with no drama." <laughs> please, <laughs> please, just at least that, please. Uh, yeah, uh, and Commander Turkarov is just saying, and increasing the player base would would be a good though. Uh, that's already started to happen. I know in Steam charts that they've noticed an uptick in player numbers for the first time in about two, three months. So that's that's a positive. I've seen uh, a fair about of like new people coming and like saying hello as well. Like mm-hmm. people who are saying, "Oh, I'm, I'm I've come back to the game for the first time and and uh, in this while is it how's it doing now? Is it okay? I bought I bought it. I bought Odyssey and that put me off. How's it doing? And the, I mean. The last couple of months, I don't think has been there has been a better time to get into Odyssey. It's mm-hmm. so much, so much better than what we had to live through. <laughs> yeah, the thing the thing wasn't. Uh, I was explaining this on Top Shift uh, on on Tuesday was that I missed out on most of the the real horror stories of when it was released because basically I just took my clipper and just started exploring and of course that was the one thing that didn't have the massive frame rate drops that everyone else did 
So I was actually having a good time while all everything else was going bananas. So yeah, I, I think I got very lucky in that regard. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the 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 benefit of elite and games like that is sure it might be a buggy steaming pile of mess over there. So go and do that instead. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's 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 always been the advantage because you know there's always been other things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think we will move on to the community corner, which um, will be a bit quick uh, this week. We do have um, an alternative Gal Newsnet site to talk about, considering that they were going to they're going to um, uh, sunset the the old old one. Um, so if you go to elite dot dinkybird dot net, not drinky bird, drinky drinky bird dot net. No, yeah, link. No, it- is it drink? No, it is. It is. Di- no, it is I'm, drinky bird. I'm only reading out what you put in the yes. show notes. Yeah, I'm just checking if it is drinky bird or drinky bird. I'm actually having to go in there. Yes. Yeah. Um, that is an, an alternative uh, uh, Galnet news site for you to peruse. Um, we do know that uh, Commander Witherspoon, uh, he has his own. A unique archive, which uh, I, I think he's to... got everything saved as text files, basically. <laughs> yeah, he's able to cross-reference things that I forgot about five years ago, and I'm supposed yeah. to be the archivist. Oh dear! <laughs> there is. A you need couple... to put it into a note. You need to make your own bespoke NoSQL database and create <laughs> the query on that. But no, this this Drinky Bird thing is quite good because it it lets you search mm-hmm. on stuff. It lets you browse by date. Um, the only thing, as I said in the oh in on the frontier forums, basically, mm-hmm. the stuff on Drinky Bird is awesome. I love it. It's very, very useful and usable. Yet there is absolutely nothing to go off and he could go and change the words and change Kingfisher on everything and call it Bob if he wanted to. You know, there's yes, that's what we're saying. Be, 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 because it's not frontier say. federated. Yes, he I've could never, change yeah. the news, and it would be we would we might not notice. He could. This Drinky Bird site is awesome. I've never seen it. It is. It's it very good. I, yeah, I just had a quick go with the search. I never knew this. There are twenty-two Galnet articles mentioning mentioning the Buckyball Racing Club. <laughs> Yay! Twenty-two. I'm going to go back and read all of these now. That's amazing. <laughs> How many of the they mentioned Leave Radio on? Leave has mentioned quite a few times. I know that. And leave might be more about leave radio because if they mention leave radio on Galnet, that means we're official. Well, we are official. We've got a base and we've got a bar. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to report. What, what more do you want? Your query returned no results. <laughs> no, 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 not not true at all. First of all, it's thirty three and five. Sure, we've got leave radio in control of the system now, but that doesn't change who we are or what makes us Lavians. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah. Leave, leave citizens comment on festival. First of August. Yeah. And then I'm 16th good. of June. Yeah. And then Lave Radio Network campaign concludes. Okay. My, it's broken for me suddenly. I'm not getting any results for anything. <laughs> we type in Leave Radio, we break your website. There we go. Yeah. Big yeah. My search was broken. Oh, there's loads. Oh, there's loads. <laughs> Yay. Are you happy now, Alec? Yeah. Right, well, there's a, a couple of uh, community things to, to mention. Um, there is the 3308 Enix Galactic Expedition, 
Um, they will be starting tomorrow on the 23rd of November, 2203 at uh, uh, GM at one o'clock GMT and ending at five GMT. Uh, and they're planning to do um, a fighter racing and SRV derby event. Uh, and that's on the Esqueta Planet 3B at coordinates 3.7072 slash 3.7545. So if you if you fancy doing a bit of racing uh, and mucking about with SRVs and fighters, uh, it does actually say that Odyssey is required for this one. Um, but yeah, they, they will be doing events the, to test your skills. So uh, there's always that. Uh, and of course, we've got a commander spotlight of Commander Exorcist this week, who is doing their regular tour of the galaxy, featuring breathtaking locations uh, and from their exploration of the elite dangerous galaxy. So, yeah, that's that's two things taken from the uh, uh, taken from the discovery scanner this week. And does anybody have any other business before I go on to the shout outs? Judge. Judging by the silence, I guess not. Uh, and um, yeah, we'll bring back some mostly clueless stuff next week when we've got a. Uh, if you've got any more tips, there is a form uh, on Live Radio which we can which you can fill in to help help any newbies that uh, uh, that you know little tips that will help anybody who's new to elite uh, if we don't get any new ones then i think we'll just go back to the beginning and repeat them all <laughs> i'm sure we won't have anything else to talk about next week anyway so it'll be fine it'll be really quiet yeah it's not a very busy week anyway no not really anyway still downloading, uh... still downloading. <laughs> still downloading hey i've got i've got that to do on three accounts i know that steam and epic why don't you just copy them from one to the other column once you download it once just copy can, the thing from Steam apps and the game and the binary into the binaries. Can you do that? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's your that's your most clueless stuff for tonight then. Right, there you go. Yes. <laughs> if you have multiple versions of Elite. Download it once you, and copy it. That's how you do it. I thought I had to verify it or something like that. It'll, yeah, it'll still go through shit and sort of say, Are you there? But mm, it's still okay. faster. Fair enough. There uh, we go. And, oh, and you can back copy up your paintings. Yeah, back up your bindings, and you can copy. I know there won't be one, but you know, if there were a beta, you can also copy from the beta to the main. Mm. Yeah, but according to your thing, there's an alpha. Well. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, um, quickly on the shout-outs. Um, the team who do the Dex Island taking a well-earned break before Series 2 returned, they are up for a podcast award. Um, so if you... Uh, go over to the dexlegacy.com. They've got details of how you can support them using the, uh, for the, the podcast award. Um, our sister station, Hutton Orbital Radio, it broadcasts on a Thursday at half eight. You can tune in at twitch.tv slash Hutton Orbital Truckers uh, or just go to the audio for radio.forthemug.com. Uh, for the discerning commander that likes a bit of CQC action, check out the CQC Discord at discord.me slash elite dangerous CQC. 
Uh, we'll give shout outs to the following Elite Dangerous podcasts. You can still catch up with all the uh, flight assists that were done by Mal for the Win and our co- Commander Psychic. Um, they're still available. Uh, the Guard Frequency, of course, who do other space sims as well. Uh, and of course, our favorite uh, bug killers, the Loose Screws, uh, they also do a show. It, it seems that everything comes out on a Tuesday now. Both Guard Frequency, Loose Screws come out on a Tuesday and we record live on a Tuesday. So, yeah, Tuesday seems to be elite day. Um, okay. we're, we're trendsetters, Colin. You shouldn't yeah, have I guess so. Um, right, following on this, we do have a Galnet News Digest as provided by Commander Witherspoon and Commander Beetlejuice. Might be a little bit out of date because I know Commander Witherspoon's had a little bit of a, a family thing this week. Um, uh, hope everything goes okay, Pete. And we'd like to thank uh, all those who have chipped in on the Twitch chat. And um, who was trying to shoot you, Ben? Have you had a few? Oh, so Commander Phillips in- has joined me uh, uh-huh. again. And you know, we we both have seen that Babylon Seven has somehow made it to <laughs> to the station. So we're going to. I'm going to go and dock there. I think Babylon Seven. <laughs> Babylon Seven has docked. Has, has shown up. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I, I take it that's a fleet carrier then. That's a fleet carrier. Oh, it is blue. Oh, that's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, very tasteful, whoever com- the commander of Babylon 7 is. Um, right. And of course, a special thanks goes to Commander Tokuso, JN Trax, and Alan Stroud, all who have created music that we use in the show. And I think a special thanks has to go out to the Chris Mark IV and Psychic and everybody and Mal for the win and. Uh, everybody who's been involved in creating these new slew of adverts, which have been <laughs> surprising uh, as all over the last couple of weeks, because I love them. And it keeps on reminding me that I've got to do the Magnapant ones at some point. <laughs> but apart from that, that's it for another episode of Live Radio. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email info at laveradio.com, hit us at facebook.com slash laveradio, tweet us at laveradio. Uh, we also have a Mastodon account, but I think we'll have to sort that out another time. Um, you can join our Discord server by going to discord.io slash laveradio. Uh, we also have a TeamSpeak server where commanders like to hang out and chat. You can find that at teamspeak.laveradio.com. Uh, and do get in touch if you have any questions or if there is anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode. Lave Radio is recorded live on a Tuesday evening at 8.30 and streamed out at laveradio.com slash live. So, thanks to Ben. Hi, Colin. Thanks to Psychic. See you later, guys. Uh, thanks to Alec. Thanks, Colin. See you all in the burning wreckage. Woo-hoo! <laughs> A special thanks goes to today's tech specialist, the Chris Mark IV, who've had to jump in at the last moment. Parting is such sweet sorrow that I shall say goodnight <laughs> till it be morrow. <laughs> wow, I there you go, guys. Culture. Yeah, we've got more culture than a tub of yoghurt that we have. Right. Until next time, commanders, fly safe. And if you can't do that, fly dangerous.
Galnet News Digest, 22nd of November 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, it's all about peace. Eight star guides are bearing down on the bubble, leaving a trail of destroyed ships in their wake, and humanity's gearing up for peace. First communication with the star guide Tyrannis could be by flashing the megaship's lights and mathematical puzzles, according to the mission overseer. With the star guide now known as Tyrannis, due to enter the Hyde Sector YO-QB5-1 system just over 200 light-years from Sol on the evening of Tuesday the 22nd of November, and likely to be in system for no more than 56 hours, the Thargoid Advocacy Project megaship Kingfisher will need to jump to the system this week if it's to make its proposed rendezvous there. Mission Overseer Dr Elias Pope explained that the megaship plans to try to attract the attention of Tyrannis to get it to slow down, and then to attempt to communicate with it, firstly to demonstrate that we're intelligent, and secondly that we want peace. It will apparently try to do this by flashing sequences of lights at the gigantic Thargoid entity, and by sending it concentrated data bursts over multiple frequencies, including hyperspace bursts. If the Thargoid notices and slows down to respond, the scientific crew of the Kingfisher plan to share mathematical formulae and star charts, information that has a universal component that should be recognised by other intelligent beings. Starting with these simple building blocks, the Thargoid Advocacy Project plans to build up to more complex communications, such as explaining that the two attempts humanity has made to wipe out all the Thargoids were both horrible mistakes, and that what we want more than anything else is to find a way of sharing the meta-alloys in an equitable way and that we'd much prefer it that they didn't melt planet Earth with their death rays, thank you very much. Dr Pope is excited at the opportunity to finally open diplomatic channels with the Thargoids, and feels that approaching the biggest, scariest, and most mysterious Thargoid entities must be the best approach. He explained that the volunteers on the Kingfisher are well aware of the danger, but that this mission is far too important not to make the attempt. The Kingfisher is not in fact acting on behalf of humanity as a whole, nor even of any government. 
No doubt they hope that once they have the Thargoids on side, they'll be able to get the backing of the superpowers to conduct advanced negotiations, possibly including reparations for the damage the mycoid virus did, and for the destruction of so many barnacle mining machines. The Kingfisher Peace Megaship departs tomorrow, but Congressman Dalton Chase won't be aboard. The megaship is being made ready for departure slightly earlier than initially planned, in order to meet the Taranis Stargoid in its now permit-lock Hyades Sector YO-Q B5-1 system. At only a little over 200 light-years from Sol, and a mere 20 light-years from Luvaroju, the nearest inhabited system, it was felt by the peace activists that it would be better to greet the Stargoid before it arrived in a human-occupied system, and a potentially less friendly reception. The Kingfisher will leave Under Vandal on Wednesday the 23rd of November for its historic meeting with the Stargoid. On board, thanks to pilots, will be a fully working communications array and enough organic carrot and celery sticks to feed the many thousands of peace activists who have paid to witness the event. On board will also be Heimar Borichev, the deputy editor of The Sovereign and a prominent voice in the Thargoid Advocacy Project and who plans to broadcast the attempts to communicate with the Stargoid live. One key person who will not be on board is project sponsor Congressman Dalton Chase, who has an unfortunate diary clash, as he's planning to wash his hair tomorrow. He has expressed his best wishes to those who will blaze the trail of friendship between humans and Thargoids, and his hope that this will be the end of the aftermath of the events in HIP 22460, and the beginning of a new chapter in human-Thargoid interaction. The Anti-Zeno Initiative has also wished the crew and passengers of the Kingfisher well, but have announced they will be stationing a ring of their carriers in systems neighbouring the location of the planned encounter as a precaution. While the Kingfisher prepares to jump to Heidi Sector YO-Q B5-1, the remains of Aegis, working with Ramtar, Professor Palin, and the test subject formerly known as D2, has continued to try to understand the science behind the Stargoids. Xiao Jin Ai believes that they're hostile, and that they've come as a direct consequence of Salvation's detonation of the Proteus Wave weapon. A number of groups that had been hostile to Aegis, or who supported Salvation and Azimuth Biotech, have in recent days thrown their support behind Aegis once again. Reforge Aegis has recently welcomed the Alioth Council Statement of Support, which represents a reversal of its previous policy. The Empire, however, continues to reject any thoughts of cooperation with the Federation and Alliance. The Far God Cult, with its two megaships, the Perdition and the Testament, remains in hiding from persecution. However, with two waves of Stargoids due to arrive within days, and with the Thargoid cult firmly believing they'll be welcome to the afterlife by the Thargoids, it seems likely they'll pop back up soon enough. Perhaps they'll wait to see how the Kingfisher gets on with Tyrannus the Stargoid first. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. <laughs> 